Welcome to episode six of the Turn Right podcast. I'm Caitlin, your host. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about pinch and plot points, what they are, how they can add meaning to your story, what happens whenever you hit the pinch and plot points at the appropriate mal markers. And we're going to be illustrating that through an example from The Wizard of Oz, specifically the movie. I chose this example because I've seen the movie tons of times. I love it. It's a classic, timeless movie that you have also probably seen. And it's a great example of illustrating pinch and plot points in a very physical sense. And plot points are defining points in your novel. They're mal markers, if you will, that sort of indicate when a specific action is supposed to happen in your character's arc. It's also very intertwined with the thematic elements of your story. I oftentimes start writing my novel by thinking of the theme, and whenever I go and think about how my story is going to develop, I kind of use the thematic implications to be events in my story, whether it is a pinch or a plot point. The pinch points, of course, are very much pacing tricks. They divert your reader's attention, And they kind of speed things up and give a nice tension, a push and pull in your novel. And they really showcase the antagonistic force and the antagonistic force, which gets in the way of your protagonist achieving his or her plot goals. So in The Wizard of Oz, this is a positive character arc. And the lie that Dorothy believes is that she cannot get home without the help of the wizard. Her plot goal is to leave Oz and get home. The truth that she needs to work towards is that Dorothy does somehow have the power within her to get home. And this is, of course, represented by her ruby slippers. So the story starts out with a hook like any other story. And the closer you can get your hook to the beginning of your novel, the better it is, of course, in more character and literary driven stories. Your hook may have to be a little bit further on in the story because a big part of a character driven story is, of course, the development and the relationship of your character towards other characters and towards your readers. So your hook will be a little bit different depending on what genre you're writing in. But in The Wizard of Oz, the hook is really whenever Toto runs away, escapes into Mrs. Gulch's yard, and Dorothy chases after him, and then they get chased by Mrs. Gulch. The hook should just be some juicy event that kind of intrigues your reader, lets your reader know, hey, something worse is going to happen, and kind of be a small revelation of your character's plot goal. So this puts us into the first plot point, which occurs at the 25% marking in your story. And this is whenever Dorothy lands in Oz. She got swept up in a tornado, and she wakes up with a house over her head and these ruby red slippers on her feet. She has no idea how she got here. She has no idea what Oz is, and she just opens the door and she is transported literally into a different world with bright flowers and music and munchkins and she meets Glinda, the good witch of the north. So really in your first plot point, it will be a very significant difference from your character's quote unquote normal world, which is what your character is comfortable with. The first plot point is really some sort of event or internal realization that your character is not dealing with the same world that he was dealing with before. And The Wizard of Oz is such a great illustration of that because it is literally a different world than the farm in Kansas. The first plot point, we kind of get an introduction into some of the different players in the story. 
like the Scarecrow and the Tin Man and Dorothy befriends them. But wait, there is a little bit of a glimpse into the antagonistic force whenever they're all singing the Lollipop Guild and all these fun songs. Everything is so happy, but the antagonistic force kind of rears its head a little bit and we see the evil witch and she basically blames Dorothy for her sister's death and says that the ruby red slippers belong to her. So we know there's going to be more of a conflict later on, despite Glinda stepping in and kind of smoothing everything over. So Dorothy sets out on her journey. She's following the yellow brick road. She's befriended the scarecrow. She's befriended the tin man. And we're getting to know these minor characters, these sidekicks that she's going to be spending some more time with. It can be tricky to know what exactly to do after the first plot point in the interim between the first plot point and the first pinch point in between the first pinch point and the midpoint because basically the foundation for your story was already laid and you already have the hook through so how can you really captivate your reader's attention well one way to do that is to introduce more characters and kind of add some more complexity to the plot so they're moving towards their plot goal of reaching oz but not so fast insert the first pinch point at approximately the 37 percent marking if you insert your pinch point at the right spot, that will really pick up the pacing of your novel and keep your readers engaged. We see the full power of the antagonistic force here. The Wicked Witch lights the Scarecrow on fire. His straw goes everywhere. He becomes dismantled and she attacks the Tin Man and he rusts over again. And it's a really serious conflict. She tries to get Dorothy's red slippers off her feet and Dorothy doesn't know why it's so important that the Wicked Witch has these red slippers, she just knows that she needs to keep them because Glinda says that they belong to her now. Dorothy doesn't understand the conflict fully, she just understands that she should have these slippers and the Wicked Witch is very displeased that she cannot get the slippers. She says that she'll get them later on and she makes a threat, leaves in a ball of fire and everything is really shaken up. The Scarecrow and Dorothy have to work to oil the Tin Man again and get him moving and they're all just like very frightened in the middle of this dark forest. How are they going to achieve their plot goal of seeing the wizard? So they keep walking and there are some more encounters leading up to the midpoint. They meet the cowardly lion and we see the development between Dorothy and the scarecrow's friendship when the scarecrow defends Dorothy from the cowardly lion. We see another little twist with the wicked witch sedating them and we see some foreshadowing with her over this crystal ball, but then Glinda sends a snow and they all wake up. So after your first pinch point, there should be a reaction to that, a reaction to how can they achieve their plot goal despite the antagonistic force being there. There can be introduction of more minor characters, there can be more development of your major characters, and there can be small twists and turns in the road that kind of keep the pacing of your story moving. So after Glinda wakes them up, we hit the midpoint of the novel, which is the 50% marking, dividing your story in half. This is whenever the character sees the truth, sees the light for the first time, and actually understands it, but they cannot use it effectively to achieve their plot goal. However, it is a happy time because the character is understanding the truth, and usually, at least in a positive arc, that is moving them in a better direction. So during this point in the novel, this is when they reach the Emerald City, there's more music and singing, they all get made over, Dorothy's eyes get dyed blue, the Scarecrow gets new straw, and they're all really excited about life because they think that seeing the wizard is really within their reach. 
but not so fast because the second pinch point starts at the 62% marking, and this really starts whenever the witch flies over the Emerald City and writes Surrender Dorothy in Smoke in the Sky, and that really foreshadows the third plot point because the second pinch point should foreshadow the third plot point. So the second pinch point continues on with Dorothy and company meeting the wizard and he's just like a big bust he's this guy behind the curtain definitely not what they expected and they feel defeated and have no idea how dorothy is going to get home and achieve her plot goal they thought it was through the wizard but but guess not and if it is they have to go capture the broomstick of the wicked witch so everything seems kind of hopeless and they seem like they're really headed for defeat but despite that they keep pressing on and they go back in the forest and Go back to the castle and we meet the third plot point 75 percent marking of the story this is the lowest point in your character's arc where things seem the most hopeless and there should be some sort of connection between the second pinch point and the third plot point so they are trying to get into the castle and steal the broom they don't really have a concrete plan but all of a sudden these flying monkeys come down and scoop up dorothy and toto and take them into the castle Dorothy meets the Wicked Witch. The Wicked Witch manipulates Dorothy and shows her these images of her aunt, which really stresses Dorothy out. She thinks she's never going to see her aunt again. There's a big hourglass that kind of represents time is ticking. Meanwhile, the Scarecrow, the Cowardly Lion, and the Tin Man are desperately trying to break into the castle, but everything seems really hopeless without Dorothy. And then the Cowardly Lion runs off, actually. Everything seems totally hopeless and it's all leading up to this final showdown in the castle. They're being chased by the witch. The witch is still trying to get the ruby red slippers and she just can't get them for some reason. And and she's about to destroy the scarecrow. She throws some fire at him. Dorothy, in an effort to save the scarecrow, throws this water. The water misses the scarecrow, lands on the witch, and melts her. It is seemingly a victory. They have killed the wicked witch and they got her broomstick so they should be able to go home. A good climax really wraps up all of the elements in your story, all of the conflicts, but it kind of leaves one angle hanging, like one subplot still out to kind of intrigue the reader up until the end of your story because the climax does happen around the 90% marking. We then go to the climactic moment, which is really the tip of the iceberg where everything is going to be resolved from this moment on. In the climactic moment, they are all gathered around this hot air balloon. Dorothy is going home with the wizard. The wizard has awarded them all the things that they needed. He awarded the cowardly he awarded the cowardly lion courage, the tin man a new heart, the scarecrow brains. Everything seems wrapped up. But Toto jumps out of the hot air balloon. Dorothy jumps out after him, and the hot air balloon leaves. They go back to Kansas, and Dorothy realizes she is stranded realizes she's stranded in Oz, the wizard is gone, and everything that they worked for seems extremely defeated. But this is the most crucial element of the story because this is where Dorothy learns her lesson that she really had the power inside of her all along. Glinda tells her, click your heels and you'll be home. And when Dorothy does that, she's transported back to Kansas. She wakes up, realizes it was all a dream, and she's back with her family. So The Wizard of Oz is a really great example of pension plot points in action in a very physical sense. A lot of fantasy and science fiction do have quite literally a different world that you enter from the first plot point on. 
I hope this kind of helped you picture these mile markers of your story and how they can be so important and so vital to really writing a very successful and engaging story. Let me know your thoughts on my analysis of this. If you have any other podcast requests, let me know. Please subscribe. Give me a rating. It really helps me out. Thank you so much for making it to the very end. Keep reading, keep writing, keep querying, and I will see you guys on our next road trip.